0: Welcome to the arena, baby. Be sure to buckle up, because it's one hell of a time. What's up, lovers and friends? Welcome back. I'm so excited that you're here. Tonight, I just wanted to talk kind of about, I mean what's going on right now with the Olympics and all that it is. And you turn on the TV and it's so hyped up and it's all this stuff and we're all watching. And today, uh, the current event of the day is talking about Simone Biles and her allegedly dropping out from competing in the Olympics. And I'm sitting there watching the TV, and it's it's being broadcast, and, and the whole so, the whole social media media thing being broadcast in twenty four seven in our face and in our face in their face all the time, is bad enough, and I'm just sitting here watching this girl on TV over and over being broadcast on literally every station, and I get it, on maybe one one billionth of a scale of what it feels like to have people build you up to a certain cyborg figure version of yourself that's superhuman and you feel like if you do anything other than give a over-the-top performance, like subpar is just like not in the cards. Like subpar is the worst possible thing that can happen. You can't be normal. You can't phone at home. That's what I meant by the opening line. You reach a certain level where excellence is all that's accepted. And I have to believe, while I can't speak for Olympians... And the level of what it was like to train for all this time and then have COVID happen. And so you're training in all these weird areas and doing all these weird things. But all I can do is relate it to Soul Cycle and my experience with coming back to the room and having been outside and have it be this thing that wasn't quite what it was. Like I'm sure when I, they were showing the synchronized swimmers last night practicing in some random pool at some like Airbnb somewhere In the middle of remote nowhere, in the middle of COVID, like it's just so wild to think about the resilience and the mental tenacity that goes on before. You even step into the arena. And I think what's really tough is everyone is watching and judging and has these preconceived notions and builds you up onto this pedestal and creates this like alter ego of what you are and who you are and completely dehumanizes the fact that we are human beings like this is a body and it's It's really wild to watch. And I have to believe that anybody that works in a performance space, I was thinking about what it could also relate to. I can really relate to singers or performers stepping on stage for the first time in front of an audience and what's expected to them. And it's like, if I don't give the best show of my life, if I don't show up a thousand percent right here, right now, I could lose them. And the level of performance anxiety this creates is so immobilizing it is absolutely just it freezes you and I think there's a lot that goes into these type of high risk high reward careers jobs sports whatever that people don't even see all the things that go into creating this this huge this this larger than life being and forgetting it's just like a little girl, like a a girl, a young girl, a young woman. <laughs> it's really wild. It's really wild to think about, and I feel like I can only speak from experience with post pandemic with SoulCycle. It has been so crazy. The energy, the vibes, it's all amazing, and also feeling like every single time you step in there, if it's not your best performance ever, you're going to lose them. I have spent insane amounts of hours trying to figure out and change that outlook of what it's like to step in there and do what I do. And so I can only imagine, that's like on such a minute scale compared to any Olympian, any performer, like... I always compare anything I talk about to Beyonce at the Rose Bowl. But, you know, we judge the performance of Beyonce at the Rose Bowl or Simone on the mat. And we don't even think about all the other things that go into just stepping on to the mat for that floor routine. What I ate that day. Did I have enough water? Did I talk to my sports psychologist? Did I call my mom? Did I do this? And Do I feel physically okay? Am I... Fighting through a migraine. Am I like, did I, you know, have enough nutrition? Did I get this in? There's, Did I practice this enough? Did I run this routine? Like there is so much that, and that's just day of, by the way. There is so much that goes into that one moment, this one climatic moment that as spectators, we never, ever, ever get to see. And I really, I talk about the quote a lot, a lot, a lot from Brene Brown. I love Brene Brown. If you've never heard of Brene Brown, please go Google her. Go watch her TED Talks. Read every book she's ever written. But I've talked about this quote a hundred billion times. It's probably one of her most, I guess, published, most popular quotes that exist out there. And I'm going to read it to you right now. It goes a little something like, A lot of cheap seats in the arena are filled with people who never venture onto the floor. They just hurl mean-spirited criticisms and put downs from a safe distance. Therefore, we need to be selective about the feedback we let into our lives. For me, if you're not in the arena getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. How does this relate to what we might be watching on the television right now? While many of us are not Olympians, There is a level of performance when you get to a certain place in your life where people think they know who you are or what you do or what you are or what's expected of you. And if you do anything less than what they expect you to be or who they want you to be, they will form some ridiculous opinion or, or, or something worse about you or talk badly about you or say you're not great or say you're not doing things right. Or you're, or just say you're, you're not all you're hyped up to be. And that really sucks. And that's what I mean by this whole thing in the spotlight position. You are constantly at battle with this imposter syndrome of what everybody else expects you to be or expects you to show up as when you're just a human. You're just trying to do your thing. You're just trying to eat enough calories so you don't pass out on the goddamn floor, like quite frankly. And it's just really crazy. And you could take this from an Olympic perspective. You could take this from a performance perspective. You could take this out as a work perspective. And maybe, you know, if you're working at I don't know, some job out there, you don't have to count your calories per day, but maybe you got to count something else. Or there's another metric of what people are sizing you up to be, and it just isn't right. And so that's where this this resilience, this mental toughness comes in, where you have to figure out how to reinstill that faith within yourself that you're better than that, and that you are amazing, And everything you are up to that moment and everything you've done has built you up and that you're deserving of it. A lot of times in these high level, high risk moments, we try to talk ourselves down and we don't think we're deserving of whatever is at stake, be it a gold medal or not. I mean, that's probably one of the most elite examples of high stakes. The Olympics, we're all viewing it right now. And I find the whole thing so very interesting because we're watching, you know, even the swimming, like these, these milliseconds of moment, like milliseconds of someone's life. And we don't even get to see all that goes into the preparation of it because that's what it's all about. The preparation and the studying and the hours and the beating on the craft, like we don't get to see any of that. We don't get to see any of that. And yet, in this moment, we're like, oh, like, how did he not do that? Or, oh, like, how did she not do that? Like, and, and that might happen. Take, take the Olympics out of it. Put a different scenario in. Oh, like, that class sucked, or like, oh, that was whatever. And we don't even, we like dehumanize the actual experience and we forget that none of us are robots. Like, we're people. We're people. And there's gonna be a sliding scale always. And someday it's gonna be your day, and some days it's might it might not be your day. It might be the other person's day to win. And that's all part of the game. That's all part of the arena. It's all part of getting in there and and being able to say, like, today, you know, today's not my day. This year's not my year. And hopefully, God willing. You have instilled these principles and these beliefs and this faith in yourself that you can come back when it's not your day or it's not your year. Albeit it's way different when it's the Olympics and it's every four years, and I'm sure we'll watch this unfold as we do um, over time. I'm I'm certainly excited to see how it unfolds because I think anybody at that level who's that elite will come back stronger than ever. That's just my thought on kind of what's going on with Simone Biles. And to be honest, we can all think about how we're applying that into our own lives. People don't see so much of what goes in to the hardship to get us to that other side. I've talked about it a million times on this podcast, we glorify the easy button and this beautiful, like painted over, brushed over world. Like we were so obsessed with the secrets and like the easy route. And how do I, how do I make this easier? How do I cut corners? Like how do I? Can I just pay someone to do this for me? Like straight up, when I was studying for the A certified personal training test, which I passed last week, literally by the skin of my teeth. That was one of the hardest things. I've ever done. And no, it wasn't physical like last week's podcast where I talked about the pro cheer stuff, but it was super mental, like mental. I haven't studied like that in 11 years and I haven't taken a standardized test probably in I don't know, how old was I when I took the SATs or whatever? I can't even imagine what it would be like to take the MCATs or something, the LSATs or whoever's out there maybe listening, thinking about studying or in the middle of studying for those. Like, good for you. Kudos. Because that is some serious shit. And like I was saying, like I wanted to, I tried to like pawn it off. Like, okay, I could pay someone. I could just rush through all these things and I'll just skim over the book and I'll be fine. And guess what? hell no. Hell to the no. I would have failed. I would have failed miserably. And so I had to put in the work and the hours, the insane hours. I was obsessed with this test to the point where like my dad was like, all right, like you've had enough. This is a lot. And I was like, no, I I get obsessed with the things that i that I want to achieve. It is a literal obsession. And I think that's the difference. I mean, every waking hour that I was up, that I was not physically riding a bike, I was studying, whether it was prepping on my phone or playing this like game called pocket prep on my phone or reading, or I had the whole, all the books on Audible and I'm like, out in the wild, just like in the car, in the wild, in the car, walking down the tree. I mean, I, this, I was so super saturated with this information. Like I was not going to allow myself to fail. And also I'm taking a proctor test from my, from my computer where I can't leave. I'm going to like pee my pants, crap my pants, whatever. Like it was freaking the wildest thing I have done in a long time. And while that pales in comparison, to the Olympics, or going out for whatever. Every single one of us on our own scale of what we're battling can think about this and and drop it down into what makes sense for us in our lives. Right? Whether it's going for that new job, are you studying for that test, are you doing this thing, I'm, I'm trying to pass this, I'm trying to go there, I'm trying to max out here. It It's a lot. It's just a lot. I say that all the time. I'm like, it's all good. It's just a lot, and that that in itself is the level of of a, an elite an elite thinker, an elite person that wants to constantly level up and wants to be better today than yesterday and better tomorrow than today. It's just a different attitude. It's a different mindset of like, I just want to take a big old bite out of life and I'm not gonna stop. That's where the obsession is. And I think the majority of people out there do not understand that. And they sit scratching their head, like, okay, like, let me hypothesize or think about this or strategize when really, like, you gotta just, you just gotta friggin' go for it. I've talked about that a million times. Get in the starting rocks and run the damn race. Like, just do it. And if you suck at it, do it again. And don't let the fails get you down. And if you go to the Olympics and you cannot compete, God, I hope you come back. And I hope you come back stronger than ever. And if you lose and you don't make it to the round and you're, you find yourself not standing on the risers holding whatever silly metal it is that we put this like, again, all this pressure and all this whatever into, I hope you come back stronger. And if you fail the test, I hope you get to retake it. And if you don't get the job, I hope there's another job on the other side waiting for you. If we've learned anything and if I've learned anything in life, it's usually that the things that don't work out were supposed to not work out for a reason. And there was a divine timing and reasoning behind it that we never know because you can only connect the dots looking back, not looking forward. Woo! I hope that makes sense. So as we're watching all these Olympics and as all the things are going and as we're watching Simone and as we're watching all these things, it's just a reminder of just a certain level of what it takes to even be in this type of arena. To even set foot and put yourself out there and be vulnerable enough to even get in there and do the damn thing. And the years upon years upon years upon years, maybe even decades of training and studying and doing, it's all a part of the game. It's all a part of the game of life when you want to live on that elite level. And even when you get there, we say this a lot in the circles I run in, new levels, new devils, even when you are number one, then you get to a level of how do I maintain this? I've already maxed out. I've already proven that I can throw the craziest tricks on the entire planet. Like how do I keep doing this? When you achieve that, then you're like, okay, now what do I do? How do I level up from here? And lo and behold, that thing will will show itself. And whether that looks like completely changing careers, completely going in a different direction, you will find your way to level up if you so choose and you seek it out. It will show up for you if you are open to receiving and definitely out there seeking. For sure. I hope that makes sense a little bit since that's the talk of the town right now. And I'm sure everybody's glued to their TVs or has been night and day and at 4.30 in the morning for the soccer and all the things. It's just it's just being displayed on such a wide scale, a large scale, literally pixelated in front of our eyeballs. And it's something to think about. And maybe you can take that and apply it to your own life where it, it's so relevant. And maybe it doesn't look like that elite level. And again, like the medals and the risers. And maybe it looks different for you in your life. But I'm sure you can insert your own life scenario into that and understand what it feels like to be in that moment of high risk, high reward. And maybe it's not your day. I pray that it is your day and that you do win and that all the hard work and hours and every single ounce of energy that you've put into something does truly come into fruition. But I think the real test of strength is when you don't get the thing like we talked about last week and it doesn't work out for you. And then how do you learn from it and what do you do from there? Lord knows we love an underdog story. Everybody loves a comeback. One of my favorite lines of all time is, what if your setback is really just your comeback? Like what if the arrow, think of like an arrow that pulled you back and you think you're backtracking in life is just to shoot you forward. Perspective. Something to think about this week as I know so many of us are watching the Olympics and may have certain opinions about different things, but I really want you to think about it and also think about how it applies to your life and what you're doing and how you're leveling up or what you're working on or where your stakes are higher, where the risk is really high and the reward is really high and you might have to step into a new version of yourself and can you maintain that maxed out version of yourself? Just all really interesting things to think about there. I appreciate you so much for tuning in every single week and liking and subscribing and reaching out to me on Instagram and all that stuff. I can't tell you how much it means to me. It means the world. It's part of the reason why I keep going and I keep showing up like exactly what we just talked about on here today. It is so much a part of my why and you're not just listeners. You're part of who I am and my story and I love that. So until next time, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else this week, fearless.